This is Very Public Affairs, the podcast of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. Here's your host, Wayne Burns. Welcome to Very Public Affairs, the podcast of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. I'm Wayne Burns, Director of the Centre, and welcome to our podcast number three. This week, we're focusing on our top predictions for the management of the corporate public affairs function, trends and developments, in 2017. As we've done in previous years at the Centre, we've collated our top five predictions for corporate public affairs for the coming 12 months. In 2016, our predictions included stakeholders being put at the heart of public affairs strategy development, proliferation of social media command centres, introduction of public affairs night shifts in some large organisations, and the renaissance of the corporate narrative. Though I personally got my predictions on Brexit and the election of Donald Trump totally wrong in 2016, most of what we picked at the centre as the big developments in that year were realised in many parts of Asia, Australia, Europe and North America. So based on our own conversations with corporate public affairs leaders, CEOs, boards of governance, as well as our own insights, here are our top predictions for 2017. You're listening to Very Public Affairs, the regular podcast of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. The Centre is a membership by company organisation comprising 150 member corporations across Asia Pacific. We work with our members to disseminate international best practice on managing corporate public affairs. And we offer and deliver professional development to public affairs practitioners globally including via our online learning platform. The Centre also conducts research into managing the function. Follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn or visit us at www.accpa.com.au or download the Centre's app, which is available both on iTunes and Google Play. Prediction number one, the evidence-based arms race. What do we mean by this? Well, corporations in particular know that fake news and truthiness, as it's now being referred to, is nothing new. They've managed issues and reputations assailed by misinformation for years, fueled also by widespread suspicion that no corporation can really be trusted to do the right thing. Brexit and the US presidential election in 2016 saw misinformation on methamphetamine intense media focus on fake news and the impact of the Dunning-Kruger effect on public discourse in many liberal democracies. These elements combine to prompt many companies to think even harder about how they can counter and be prepared to counter fake news about themselves and public attacks on them and their reputations based on false claims and information. The corporate public affairs management function has been traditionally allergic to requesting money to fund research, unlike, we must say, their marketing or HR counterparts. But during 2017, we expect to see corporate public affairs teams request, initiate and package far more evidence-based research to frame issues and manage them, and to become far more engaged in what data they can mine from their own organisations to populate an evidence base to influence stakeholders and counter fake news. In an issues framing and management arms race, a robust evidence base remains an asset and poses far less risk than no evidence at all. Prediction number two, the beginning of the end of the corporate intranet. It sure had its time in the sun, but the days of the corporate intranet, as we know it, are numbered. 
We predict 2017 will see more organisations lay their intranets to rest as a primary employee engagement and communications tool. Its passive mode has been under challenge during the past few years anyway, and in 2016 in particular. Its functionality and passivity is under siege from social and connected media products such as Facebook at work, as well as bespoke communication platforms commissioned by corporate public affairs teams that are device, app and software agnostic. So in the cost stakes alone, the internet is becoming increasingly stranded also. It's not yet dead, but its obituary is being written in companies in which employee communication teams are determined to seek out the most effective, including cost-effective, ways to create dialogues among employees. Prediction number three, the production-savvy corporate public affairs practitioner is nigh. The late 1990s and the early 2000s saw graphic designers and video production professionals excised from the corporate public affairs payroll and their expertise and services outsourced, primarily to agencies and public relations companies. In 2017, it is back to the future as an increasing number of corporate public affairs teams again insource graphics and audio production capability, but this time via the capabilities of their own practitioners. We predict 2017 will see more training and recruitment in corporate public affairs teams focused at all levels of seniority on being able to generate, including edit, low production value video for stakeholder communications and to populate communication channels and also to develop graphics, including simple and effective infographics. This means adding the words audio and visual production capabilities to the job descriptions of most corporate public affairs team members. Prediction number four, infographic mania, related somewhat to prediction number three. Your company or organisation may not, like GE, lodge its annual results statement to the New York Stock Exchange via an infographic, as GE did in 2016. However, if your corporate public affairs team is not focused on telling stories and presenting evidence and facts via infographics, 2017 may well be the year in which it begins to. The gold standard in public advocacy and stakeholder communications includes heavy doses of infographics that appeal to stakeholders' system one heuristic thinking, especially when the objective is to communicate a difficult or complex concept, issue or argument simply and clearly. So over the next few years, the use of effective infographics as an internal and external communication tool is likely to be a given, hygiene in most corporate public affairs management functions. And finally, prediction number five, more women leading the public affairs management function. According to the Centre's regular state of Australian public affairs, the number of women working in the corporate public affairs management function has outnumbered men for the past 15 years. However, during that time, and for all the years before then, the great majority of heads of function have been men. 2015-2016 was the first year that our data indicated that as many women as men now lead the corporate public affairs function in Australia. We predict that 2017 could be the year when slightly more women lead the function in Australia than men, and that in the future, the gender balance at the very top of the corporate public affairs function will be sustained.
We're expecting similar trends across Asia, except in the government relations discipline, where men far outnumber women as the leader of that particular discipline. So there's our predictions of the big trends and developments in corporate public affairs for 2017. You can find more detail about these predictions at the Centre's website, www.accpa.com.au, or via our app, The Very Centre, which you can download from the Apple App Store or from Google Play. I'm Wayne Burns. Until next time, goodbye. If you enjoyed this episode of Very Public Affairs, subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. For more, visit the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs website at www.accpa.com.au.